Welcome to the NFT Meta Jungle. I am Emma, aka Nifty Meta Girl, and really excited for another episode of our podcast. Um, in our last episode, we mentioned that I'd be joining you again to talk more about additions, which have been really popular in the space over the last few months. And I have actually really enjoyed getting to see the art that's been created and see the hear the conversations that have taken place in this particular subject, and also, of course, collect many of them along the way. Um, with additions, we've seen all different um, interpretations of this, some innovative ways of using additions, um, and also from you know starting a collector base or reaching out to more more people in the community to being able to um, connect with additional artists, additional collectors, be able to share work that might be out of your normal genre, but also some really cool ways of using those additions for um, innovation and for um, you know forward thinking related to other collections. So I thought today I would share with you some of the additions that I have collected over the last few months that have some unique um, attributes to them, unique uses to them. Um, you also are welcome to visit my wallet if you'd like. I have over 120 editions collected over the last few months, so there's a lot of really fun ones to explore. But um, I wanted to highlight a few today that were some common uses, but also some unique ones um, for what we've seen in the space. So the first one I wanted to talk about was, um, and this relates a lot to the traditional art world as well, but one of the reasons for additions is for artists that gain um, notoriety or gain um, some attention for their pieces. They start to build their collector base and their pieces actually um, increase in value that may price out some collectors. Oftentimes then limited editions are released um, at a lower price point. And we have seen that some within the space as well. And two of the artists that I have collected from, collected editions from that would fall into that category would be Billy D, um, who um, has, is a street artist that has um, come into the space and is really diligent about limiting the supply of his one-of-one -one pieces, um, and also did the same with his edition piece, um, but he had, he released a beautiful um, nighttime um a street scene called Almost Forgot What It Feels Like, and um, it's a 140-piece edition. Um, so with being an artist that does have a strong follower base and demand for his work, that made that, that was something that allowed him to be able to release a larger edition set and still have the response for it. Um, but it is a beautiful piece. Um, another artist that falls in this category is known on Twitter as Ill Concept, but his name is Mike Spots, and he also is a street photographer from New York, and his um, edition is called A New York Moment, um, a really cool street scene, and really happy to have it in my collection as well, and he would fall in that same category as well. So that we have seen some um, influence from the traditional art world in the NFT edition space, so that's been an interesting um, uh, evolution to follow, which makes a lot of sense and is consistent with what we see both in um, the traditional art world and the NFT space. Um, and so the thought process for me is over time, um, you know, as these artists continue to develop both in the traditional art world and the NFT space, seeing these, um, holding these additions and seeing the value potentially increase over time can be quite interesting. Um, but both are beautiful pieces um, on their own, and I'm really happy to have both of them in my collection. And um, 
Another um, thing that we have seen in this space is typically um, an addition was actually minted onto OpenSea. That was the main platform um, for additions in the NFT space. Um, however, Silica um, developed the, the ability to be able to mint um, additions on their platform as well. And this um, actually started with Sabode Shetty. He was the first um, photographer to release additions onto the platform. And with his first series, which was called Trailblazer, his first edition onto the Silica platform called Trailblazer, they also included a really fun function that Silica offers, which is called a gotcha. And this is the ability to be able to mint a, a, and collect a piece without knowing exactly which piece you're going to end up with. So you start the transaction. When the transaction is complete, you see which image you actually have collected. And this has been used for different collectives over the last few months and really adds a fun gamification element to the process. And so out of this has added a really fun element to this particular um, edition because there were 35 editions and a one of one mixed into the batch. And so as you minted, you didn't know if you're going to be getting an edition or you would end up with a one of one. So that really encouraged the possibility of being able to collect more than one image to see if you were going to be the one to mint the one of one opposed to to an addition. So that was really fun to participate. If memory serves right, this sold out in anywhere between 90 seconds, somewhere right around a minute and a half. So, which was really exciting for addition and hit a lot of key points that we were seeing um, with keeping an addition size small, building the demand for your addition and having a quick sellout. So that was really, really fun to participate in. Um, Sabode also released another one about a hundred days later that um, also used the gotcha gamification through Silica. And this actually included two different two different um, images. And so when you minted, you didn't know which of the two images you're going to get. But there was an incentive that if you actually minted both images, you would be rewarded with another one of one, an independent, unique one of one image that still fit the curation of the um, edition sets. And so with this, there was an ICU, which is a um, cheetah in a tree, which is a great image. And then also we equals, we is better than me, which is um, a great image of two cheetahs together. Um, and so that was a really fun experience. Again, um, this time it also sold out within under, I think it was 120 seconds for this particular edition set. So still super quick demand. Um, and then also saw some sales on secondary, which was really great as well. So that has been a fun development in editions. Um, and so watching for those on the Silica platform. And if you see a gotcha, you'll know a little bit more of what to expect. And another opportunity that I've had, which has been really interesting, um, is the opportunity to work with Hindro, which you can find on Twitter at Hindro Fine Art. And this is the opportunity to work with him to curate um, an edition bundle. And Hindro's art is beautiful. He's a fine art wildlife photographer, and I've been a fan of his work for quite some time. So when he reached out and asked if I would want to be um, involved with him on this process, it was a big honor. And so it was fun to work with 
him. And by curating, we worked on the images, talked about the different opportunities. And instead of actually starting with one edition, we came to the conclusion that um, there was we would do a bundle of three curated pieces, um, which have similar backgrounds and also feature birds. And Hindro knows so much about the subjects in his um, images that it he creates a beautiful description of each of these images. And I was able to add comments in the description as well as the curator. Um, so it's been a really great experience. And in addition to the three, the bundle of three editions, um, you also, when you collect this bundle, you get banner um, options, banner images included. So there's four unique banner images accompanying the three beautiful um, bird editions. And so that's been a really, really fun experience. But this is something that's been unique to the space. We've seen this um, done a few times in collectives where a collector comes on board as a curator to help with the process and develops this partnership. And this, I believe, is the first time it's happened with an addition. So I've been excited to participate with Hindro on this experience. Um, it also gave me a great point of view for what artists, um, the process that they go through as they're developing their artwork and minting their artwork. So it's been really great to kind of see it from another viewpoint um, and a big honor to be able to participate with Hindro on this um, project. So that's been going well. We um, did a bundle of, of seven images and there's an addition of 25. So it's been received pretty well throughout the space so far and um, have really enjoyed that process. But this is another way of being able to, you know, be innovative, think outside the box and do something a little bit different. And it'll be interesting to see as we move through the space if there's other collectors that are also um, participating in artists in this way. But I always appreciate the opportunity to be able to have artists and collectors working towards a common goal together. So I appreciate that opportunity, Hindro, and that has been a great, the pieces are beautiful and it's been a great experience. Um, and another um, collection that um, I've participated in recently um, is actually developed by Hans Kemp. And um, Hans is known in the space for his initial one-of-one one, um, collection called Bikes of Burden, um, which are really amazing images um, taken that show that feature different people carrying different things on bikes as transportation and really opened up to this um, experience in different parts of Asia. And um, this collection was actually minted in July on July 31st of 2021. And so um, to celebrate the anniversary of his one of one collection, um, he actually presented a bundle of images um, that were done as editions. And so there's 12 editions within the bundle and they all feature a different image that was also part of the original um, collection that was actually part of a book, um, a photo book. Um, and so by collecting the bundle, you participated in the, edition, the 12 editions. Um, each are really amazing um, images. So it's been really fun to have those added to my collection. But in addition to collecting the bundle, you also received a one-of-one one from um, another collection of Hans. And this um, collection is called Work, Play, Eat, Pray. And it is um, a collection of images from his travels in Asia. And um, so when you, the way that this process works is a celebration for the one year of Bikes of Burden. You collect the bundle of 12 editions and you get to pick a one of one from this particular um, collection for within that same cost. So for no additional cost, which is an amazing opportunity. Um, I really have enjoyed going through Work, Play, Eat and Pray because the 
images are so um, amazing from all different parts of Asia, but also the, the descriptions that Hans includes, you really feel like you have explored this area with him and you can show, you can see his appreciation for the area so much and the people that he's interacted with and his experiences. So it's very much like a travel journal that you're exploring. Um, and the one of one that I picked out was Before the Descent, um, which is a really interesting image um, about with coal miners waiting for their shift in China. Um, and there's a very interesting mural behind them showing um, miners being very happy and it's a propaganda mural. Um, and Hans includes that while he was there taking these images, he didn't ask for permission. He just went up and was um, capturing the moment when he had the opportunity um, and a supervisor came up and told him that he couldn't be photographing there and um, said they belong to the mine talking about the miners that he was photographing. So it's really interesting to have that moment in time captured. And again, this was a great collection. Um, so if you're interested in Han's work, this is a really interesting way to be introduced both to the Bikes of Burden collection and also to his work um, play Eat and Pray collection too. So definitely a cool one to check out and a great way of being able to participate in his collections. Um, and another thing that we've um, seen within this space is the opportunity um, to be able to collect from artists that we appreciate very much, um, but also the, be the way of being able to connect by gifting art. And um, the, I actually participated um, with Harini, which is taking shots on Twitter. And um, she created this beautiful piece called Mommy's Got Your Back. And um, Harini is a fine art flower photographer. And she's also active within the Meta Jungle community and um, is someone that is, she's a mother herself. And this image is actually one that was featured um, in a photo contest and won award but it's just a beautiful, beautiful image and it's very representative of what I know of Harini um, as a person and in the space. And as um, our listeners know, our dear sweet boss mom 99, Jaden, is um, expecting. And she and Harini actually have um, grown a friendship over the time. So it was really awesome to be able to collect this edition and gift it to Jaden um, just because of their connection, but also the significance behind the image. So um, it's really cool to see see those relationships grow within the NFT space um, and be able to use art as a way of signifying and, and solidifying those relationships. So this was a beautiful piece and has some emotional significance for me. So I, I have a piece of, I actually have one of these additions in my collection and it was really fun to be able to give that to Jaden as well. So that's been fun to see um, art being used in that way as well throughout the edition series. And another um, use of additions that we have seen throughout the last um, several months has been to, to um, commemorate different cultural significant events. And so with an addition, it's something that has been interesting that you can take an image captured at a particular time, mint it and document um, that occurrence for that point forward. Um, so some have limited the addition size and been able to distribute it to people that participated. Um, others have used the addition size in different ways um, to open it up to be able to connect with a broader group. Um, and there's all kinds of 
mechanics that have been included in with, with those as well. But two examples of that, of pieces that I've collected. Um, one is Dreamwalker by Mike Schmidt. And this is a piece that he took during a photo walk during NFT NYC. Um, and so it was significant for him to commemorate that experience of having all these photographers in New York at one time and all, um, you know, meeting in real life, people that you know from Twitter, from the NFT space to actually make those connections and um, participate in an opportunity to capture photography throughout New York. And this was an image that meant a lot to him um, and one that he captured during that particular event. And so um, that commemorates his experience um, in connecting with others for the 2022 NFT NYC. And this is something that he plans to do each year um, to commemorate that particular experience. So it's interesting as time goes by to look back and um, see these images um, that will be significant for moments in time in our NFT journey. And another one of these um, was actually a free drop um, provided by Barry Sutton. And this was significant for him in his NFT journey. Um, he tell, the, the description tells the story of reaching out to a prominent, um, a prominent um, journalist about his the beginning of his NFT journey related to his um, his signature collection at this point, which is 96 degrees in the shade, and he was wanting to share his experience and success that he had found in the NFT space related to his photography, um, and he sent an email to a journalist that he um, was familiar with in the space, and his reply back from that journalist was, hello, Barry, the idea of NFTs make me sick. There, I said it sincerely with his name. And um, to, for celebrating the one-year anniversary of 96 Degrees in the Shade, not only did the collection hit an all-time collection amount of 100 ETH, but this was um, a piece that Barry commemorated, uh, minted to commem commemorate that experience and also for the cultural relevance. Um, so it's fun to have that addition in my collection as we see as the space progress and it will be something to look back for, look back on over the years and fun to have minted to the blockchain. And we are also seeing some artists that are um, using additions in different ways for future um, opportunities for their collectors. So there's been lots of different iterations of this over time. Um, one artist in particular that comes to mind um, is Marco Grassi, who is known um, is a well-known landscape photographer and his works are very beautiful um, but he did a particular project where he did a um, a free mint and as you minted pieces um, you didn't know which um, collection size or which edition size you were going to be getting so it was a blind free mint you were required to pay gas but as you minted the images um, and the collections minted out you discovered which image you received and also what edition size you received and so obviously with some having lesser quantity than others, there would be some that would have a higher value than others as time goes on. And um, so that was a really fun one to participate in. Um, I ended up minting two of these free editions. Um, one is Wilderness to the Blockchain number 11, which is Fairy Tale Bliss. And then the other is Wilderness to the Blockchain number 16, Red Valley. Um, both are really beautiful images. 
and um, with different collection sizes, but it'll be fun to see as time goes by um, how Marco uses these with his collectors to incentivize or to be able to um, have other offerings for his collectors as time goes by. And again, this is something we've seen a lot um, with different artists. Some are including burn mechanisms. Some are building communities with their collector group um, and DM groups on Twitter to be able to um, build a base and have a communication with those collectors and those supporters as time goes on. Um, that's something I've experienced with several editions that I have collected is creating a community um, of supporters around that artist that then um, pull into a chat group that you receive you know, information um, for future drops coming up um, or different information relevant to that, that artist's journey. So it's been an interesting way of being able to really identify those supporters. Um, some have created Discord communities in, around the supporters for their editions to be able to help grow um, with their journey. So that's been a strong mechanism for the editions. Um, and in the relation to free mints, um, there's one that I've been watching that I'm quite curious about. Um, the artist's name is Guido and has been making a lot of movement within the space. And he's someone his work is selling for 50 ETH plus regularly for one of ones. Um, but quite some time ago, several months ago, he actually did a free mint called Sicilian Kiss. And this was a free open mint. Um, Thousands of copies were minted in a short amount of time. I believe the window was 24-hour window. And... Um that's something that he keeps he keeps talking about, keeps in conversation about, and an interesting mechanism that he's actually released recently is making those additions actually a form of currency for other artwork that he's releasing. Um, so yes, there is a large supply of the Sicilian Kiss. However, as he's adding in different mechanisms, it's actually adding value to the to the Sicilian Kiss because they're going to be able to be used for um, obtaining new artwork that he's doing. So recently he mentioned that he is releasing a new edition and to obtain the new edition, you can burn 15 Sicilian Kiss editions. Um, so it's really interesting to see how artists are using this and innovating um, the edition um, opportunity, even free editions, how they're building um, value for those within their own ecosystem. So I'm really excited to see how artists are taking these for the future and even editions that they released um, and adding added value for their supporters, being able to build those connections and seeing how that helps them with their journey. Um, and so again, additions have been something that have been very pre uh, prevalent over the last few months. It's been a great learning opportunity. Um, we've held several spaces with conversation about um, additions. We've also held several AMAs within the Meta Jungle Discord, answering questions about common practices or best practices with um, additions. So if anyone has questions about that, we'll link um, those previous episodes in the um, comments section so you have reference to those. Um, but it has been really fun to see the evolution. Um, from the beginning of editions, it was common to see really large quantities, meaning 50 to 100 pieces. Um, but over time, now it's becoming more and more common to see editions of 10 to 15 pieces um, with the uh, understanding that and want to actually see 
see those, create the demand to see those images sell out quickly. Um, and it's been something that, again, has helped reach a broader uh, collector base and also involve those that have um, lower capital to invest the opportunity to collect from artists that, they're, um, that they are fans of in the space. Um, so it's been very interesting and um, has been fun also to see that evolution. And I look forward to seeing the further innovation in the space in relation to additions and how those can tie into collecting one of ones and being able to be introduced to new artists. So I hope you enjoyed that summary of some of the additions that I have collected over the last few months. Again, um, with the Meta Jungle community, we are very active with providing opportunities to learn and grow together. Um, please join us in Discord, Meta Jungle Discord community. We hold our workshops regularly and also AMA sessions regularly. So if you're looking for feed, honest feedback for um, creating NFT work, the Artist Feedback AMA is an awesome opportunity. These are regularly on Thursdays. Also, if you're a collector wanting to learn about the photography space, it's a great opportunity to come and learn together as we talk about curating NFT collections and key points for creating successful NFT collections. Um, we also hold um, Twitter spaces regularly. We have our chat and share space typically on Mondays. We also have our Navigating NFT space with Sarah Lindsay on Fridays, where we talk about different topics related to navigating the space. And then we also are starting a um, building your brand um, in a, a Twitter space with Zabode Shetty and Mike Schmidt on Sundays. So lots of opportunities to connect and grow together. And another exciting update for... Um, the Meta Jungle community is we are going to be releasing a full suite of tools for creators and collectors to manage their NFT portfolios. And um, this should be coming out in the next few weeks. I'm super excited about this because um, I actually was using the suite today and it is such an effective way of being able to manage your NFT portfolio and has lots of other exciting elements to it. And I think it is going to improve everyone's experience so much. So I'm super Super excited for that release and there'll be lots more information coming about that as well. Um, so thank you for joining us today for this update on um, my collection and also some of the updates for the Meta Jungle community. And I look forward to joining you soon to talk more about some of the other advanced other um, other opportunities within the NFT space to connect with some um, other artists being onboarded into the space and other communities that are helping to advance both the opportunity for artists and collectors in the NFT space. So thank you as always for joining me and I look forward to next time.